What are you so confused about? <laughs> okay, swallow. <laughs> Why is Cassie always about to do a spit take every day of my life? It's because you're always drinking. You drink too much. We need to talk about the Kennedy siblings. Episode 5. Welcome to Blood and Business. I'm Bethany. And I'm Cassie. I love the end of episode five. It's like, who is Jack going to become? And it's like, we all know he's going to become president, but yeah. how exactly does that happen? And he hasn't that met one Jackie yet. was hard for me to come up with because it's like episode five and six are very much, I could have made just one giant long episode. So I really struggled with how to like separate them. The two, yeah. And then also have a dramatic ending for both of them and also how to have a dramatic opening for both of them. So, but it was just you. too much because it was originally one episode, but it was right. just like too much. I feel like to digest. It was like forty pages of a script. Yeah. So. <laughs> Although I did go back and I'm um, doing home videos for the Boobie Sisters for well for all of season one. Oh my gosh! And episode two of the Boobie Sisters is like an hour and twenty five minutes. It's an hour and a half. We literally should have made the Boobies like four or five episodes. It's, yeah. And we like barely covered JFK. We're just like they got married. So next. So. I think I kind of knew. Well, first of no, all, we for sure knew that we were going to do the Kennedys. I didn't know. I no, didn't for we didn't sure, for sure know. know. We just for sure knew that it was like a huge can of worms and like we just weren't willing to open that up because it was about the sisters. It was about Lee and Jackie. It was yeah. not about JFK and JFK wasn't going to steal the spotlight. Exactly. So. And, and I was also just not even sure people were going to like the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, so, why, go, why go through all the effort? Yeah. And now was, we're going through too much effort. Today, dad asked me, is Cassie over-researching things? And I was like, yes. yes but for also. sure. But we, how can I not? I'm terrified. I'm not, terrified. We get, I was like, we get one shot per sibling group. Oh, like, no. how, we need to do it justice. But I know I also for a was, fact I'm going to look back and be like, what were we thinking? Yeah, season Kennedys five. did not get the freaking yeah. justice that they deserve. But I was also... It made me think, I was like, you know what, dad, that's actually a good point because I've been thinking like we get one shot per sibling set. But I also think that in season four, if we have something to add, we could totally do. But we're an not, no, we're not going to go, we're not going to go research the Kennedys after we already researched the Kennedys. That's the thing. No, but if we find out things like, yeah, but if we, we know more about Jackie now. And about because, because I'm researching, researching the Kennedys. Kennedys and we're going to research. Oh, that's we, true. Like do, the queen. Yes. Or. Just all these random people with random connections, and yeah. we find out more about them through researching that. Or even our minisodes. Just shout out to the to the minisodes. There's a lot of really interesting com- content in there that honestly we wish would even be go in a main episode. Yeah, especially the um, Lem Gray Gardens. Well, yeah, I was gonna say especially, and I was like, you know what, all of it, <laughs> all of it, Gloria. Someone else even said on Instagram sent me a message about doing. Ethel's, which Ethel is, you haven't really met her yet, but she's coming up in the mm-hmm. next few episodes. She's Bobby's wife. They seem like the purest, most fun people out of all of the Kennedys. Yeah. And, well, maybe besides Eunice. <laughs> but she's not that fun. She's not that just true. like a That's cheery true. person. She is like a... She's not wild. A, a warrior for justice and truth. She's and like the more advocacy. pure. Yeah. But not just like the absolute. She's not pure. Fun. No, I feel like Ethel is more just like, dude. I am here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like she's just purely like 
simple. Yeah. And she's like, and Ethel carries, or sorry, Ethel, Eunice carries the pain yeah, and, the, responsibility. and the horrible things of life with her. Mm-hmm. It's and not so pure. It's more. Anyways, Ethel- having to write the wrongs that are living in her freaking brain. Cassie has a whole freaking lifetime of talking about Eunice and Rosemary. But I was talking with someone on Instagram about her because I don't even know how she heard us talk about them. Well, did we say in KFM 3 part 1 about something? Anyways, I don't know. But she messaged me about something. Ethel because I said something or maybe I said something in stories about Ethel that yeah. I love her. And... She said, I just listened to something about Ethel's like niece or something getting murdered and she got murdered like really young. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And Ethel's parents both died in a plane crash. So like the Kennedy curse is just like a spider web. Like it's the amount of people that we could cover and the tragedies and like the freak accidents. If you remember are plentiful. Onassis's uh, daughter, Christina, thought that that Jackie had infected her family with the Kennedy curse. She brought it with her to the Onassis family. So wild. And the are just, just wild. wild. <laughs> and you know what? I and added it's not even the word just. Yeah, it's not even just. <laughs> I just embellished. I feel like that was the tone. And I bet the others are wild. <laughs> it's so good. Anyways, so episode five, we still have a lot to talk about. And also I feel like it was the Uphill climb to the yeah, climax. Exactly. And it's, it's like we're not about to go even crashing down. And then we're, we're gonna climb to, again. We're about to get at like a big dramatic part of the story. And episode five wasn't a lot of just pure Drama. entertainment. It was like information that we need. It was like like a uh yeah, like you're doing the work to climb up the roller coaster. So then you can go down and and like take the dramatic swing. Right. Yeah. So but if it, you were bored by episode five, do yeah. not be discouraged. <laughs> <laughs> the drama is yet to come. But I do think that it adds to the dynamic between Joe Jr. and Jack. Basically, the whole family dynamic and, like, what was going on, it not only in the story, but, like, in real life, teed them up to disperse. Like, their family kind yeah. of, like, broke a little bit mm-hmm. with Rosemary, yep. with well, what's the about war. To, with the war, with what's about to happen. Yeah. This is, like, the outs with Kick. You're about to yep. find out a lot. And, yeah. like, the family was super together and united and it's like, and then the gallivanting came to an abrupt halt. And even they, within the Kennedys. Yeah, they like broke. Their family was never the same after this. And I feel like the yeah, roller coaster ride up was like fairly, fairly smooth sailing for them. Like obviously a lot of crap has happened already, but that time period of life was to, very hopeful. Yes. Yeah. Compared to what is about to happen, it was smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Rosemary's about to, it's about to go down with all four of the oldest. Yeah, I struggle with this episode, and it's one. Of, it's the one that I'm the most nervous about because I don't know if I have like I'm really, really, really trying to give enough like reverence and acknowledgement to how severe the topics and how sad and horrible what we're talking about is and i was performing my script and so and like trying to be entertaining yeah and trying to like do a podcast and i i can't i don't know how i still don't know how to do it well you know what i mean yeah basically cassie and i are trying to figure out a way to not sugarcoat the situation at all not over advocate for the kennedy family at all but also not villainize them in a way that they 
was not their actual perspective and make it seem way worse their their point of view way worse than it actually was i was almost gonna say like because there's a lack of grace in our society today and da 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 and but I don't even think we're trying to correct anything. We're just trying to do the story and the people justice. That's it. Of, a, yeah, of what actually happened. Yeah. Not what we believe should have happened. Not what we wish would have happened. Not villainizing the past or romanticizing the past. We're just trying to actually put together what went down and how people were actually thinking. Uh-huh. And the one that has the most black and white evidence against them is Joe Jr. And I, I'm not going to sit here and be like... Oh, he was just a kid. He was just a kid. But I still don't think that that excuses some of the perspectives that he had. And they also just like don't make sense. So I feel like we have a lot of missing pieces. My dad even pointed out with all the things happening with Joe Jr. and his way of thinking, like, how does that even make sense? Because we say in the podcast, Joe Jr. is a very like had very left socialist beliefs and that was a discussion between Rose and Joe Sr. very explicitly. And there's that whole thing of... um, Do we let him... Yeah, Rose was like, I don't think it's a good idea to let him go study under a socialist guy. What if he has socialist ideas and we don't agree with that? And Joe Sr.'s like, it doesn't freaking matter. I want him to have his own ideas, whatever they are, even if I don't agree. Right. So that was like, for sure that guy was socialist. Like a very left person. And... We we see evidence that Joe Jr. did get a lot of his ideas from him. Right, we're talking about Harold agreed, Lasky. Agreed with Harold Lasky on a lot of stuff. Yes, and then uh, then but then also, also at the exact in the exact same time period, he's writing his dad Joe Sr. letters about Hitler and how Hitler's ideas are interesting and I don't know the the things that he said are just and so they could be great for society. Yeah, and like what the, are you even saying? People who are criticizing him are being way too harsh. I want to see how this plays out. I think there's might be something great here. It could either be, and he said it could either be the worst thing ever or the best thing ever. Yeah, and we could get rid of the horrible specimen of men that oh exist Lord. on this planet. So he was he uh. definitely talking about like freaking murdering people and like getting rid of people, which is. He, he was talking not about more murdering people. He was talking about sterilization. That was the whole... Dis- oh, okay. See, so, yeah, I was already... Because I already have... Your I already know yeah. what happened with See, the Holocaust yes, and you're genocide. You're putting the genocide into, into his, his mind. Mi- yes, and he, and didn't he know wasn't that. thinking that for sure. See, it's even... even uh, I'm even trying. Even being conscious of it, it's still... Yes, I'm trying to not meld the two. And I'm, I still am. And not that genocide hadn't happened before World War II, but it definitely wasn't no, he, on people's brain we're just like saying, that. We're just saying that he didn't know when he Hitler. was talking about Hitler that that's what Hitler was currently doing. Wow. Okay. So I'm just now understanding that, that he was, yes, in that same letter talking about sterilization, the sterilization laws. That, that was Hitler getting rid was, of the disgusting specimens that inhabit this earth. Right. That's, he was talking about sterilization. And he Which probably would have agreed. Which is a sick way of... of uh, uh, disgusting sick yeah not godly That's way of the thinking whole point. Yeah. yeah it's evil but pure he, evil he like was not murdering... talking about murdering someone who was already alive yes okay. he was talking about preventing defective quote-unquote people from being born which is inherently evil because those people are not defective obviously i'm just making sure that people know what i'm saying it's i'm and i think so that he probably had face. such a eugenic way of thinking because of the time period because of the time period that he probably would have sterilized rosemary he would have sterilized his sister right and he wouldn't have thought that that was evil or morally wrong 
people tell people to abort their babies who have that when they can tell that your baby is going to have some sort of disorder or handicap or something doctors tell people now to abort i know people personally that have been told to abort their baby current day and then we're judging people because back then a, for having this uh, a similar idea that makes me so so nauseous to think about and me being an i don't even think this is an enneagram one thing because I should I should hate Joe as as a one and like want. Yeah, I see him as evil, and I am sitting here being. You like, have a lot of grace for a one. Oh, I wish he ha- he got to live longer, a longer life and, and redeem himself. That, yeah, yes. and <gasps> don't say that. A little bit of todo is a podcast about a little bit of everything for curious minds of all ages. I'm Christina, and you can tune in every weekday to learn about things like Cinco de Mayo, Chihuahuas, and volcanoes in Latin America. Episodes are bite-sized, 10 minutes long or less, and always Latin American related. Subscribe and follow A Little Bit of Todo podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Why? We, we shouldn't be talking about this. Why? Because next episode. Oh, Oh my gosh, I'm like not getting my timelines. Like, I know it's so hard. Okay, literally, me and Bethany ask ourselves almost every day, "What have we done? And what are we doing? What are we doing? Why did we do this to ourselves? Why did we open this can of worms? First of all, the can. Well, first of all, because we didn't freaking know the can of worms that, that the we Kennedys were, yeah. are. Oh my god, we were already freaking knee deep before and we, we were realized. like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then it just kept coming. <laughs> oh, it's like every episode is like this huge moral, super sensitive, nuanced, complicated, which also big brings issue. up. It has just. I'm gonna sound like an old person. Rocked my world. <laughs> <laughs> every single episode or every. Every event that we discover within the Kennedy story that is worth discovering because obviously a lot of mundane things happened in their life, but also not really. <laughs> I know. Um, Bethany's like, okay, so Lemon Lemon uh, Jack bought a dog together in Germany and it was like this whole fiasco. It was like, dun, 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 like that's the vibe of the story. And Bethany's like, oh my gosh, bee. I have all these photos. Why didn't we tell it? We told it in the Lem Bellings minisode on our Patreon, but it's not in the main story. And I'm like, because it's a story about two a dog, yeah. friends buying a dog. But it's like, just so so funny and but it, it doesn't have anything to do with the siblings and then she's like oh my gosh we need to freaking talk more about joe kennedy and how freaking nuanced and horrible his ideas and thoughts were and i'm like this is a podcast about the siblings we have to stay focused and we have talked a lot about him but i wanted to talk about his parenting because it's a sibling podcast yeah. and that's context but i don't want to talk about his political ideas right. or his political career but if you are a history nerd, dude, look more into that whole dynamic right yep. there. That's a freaking flight of the movie. <laughs> uh, look at Prime Minister Chamberlain and Joe Kennedy and Churchill, Winston Churchill, all three, their dynamic and what them leading them up to as World War people, II. Even. Them as people, absolutely fascinating. Them in a like political context, absolutely fascinating. Them, once they're all dead and we can look at their entire lives, like, whoa, an actual psychological... I haven't even had time to deep dive into that. Investigation could go on with these characters. I just know how 
much of a character Churchill is and how wow, wow, wow of a personality Joe Kennedy was. And I'm a little bit, I think, harsh and judgmental on Chamberlain, but I need I would have to actually go into his story to I just think judge him like, oh, my gosh. I with that amount of pressure and yeah. And and he was also that amount of to help. He yeah. was trying. Like I think that most of those people did have good intentions. They just were not always uh opening their eyes to the full yes, situation. Maybe like they were too like not ignorant. They were too prideful or thought that they had more control than they actually had. Right. And freaking why wouldn't you in Great Britain back then like mm-hmm. think that Yeah. Uh just so much of the historical Germany, context is so interesting. Germany wasn't a great nation. No. Anyways. This is a history podcast, yeah, but we're it's not. To reel it back it's in. like we're not a history podcast, and we're on the history chart. But so there, right? if you, yeah, if you look at, I need to drink some water. We're a history podcast by by necessity, but like we're trying not to be. Mm. <laughs> we're just so aware. Yeah, we're that's what it is. We're just so aware that we're confused Probably and just trying screwing to, it up. This just brought up the disclaimer that we talked about that I need to say, just so you know. I have not been at the JFK library reading every letter that Joe Sr. ever wrote. (laughs) And I'm also not just Googling and clicking on the first article that I see. And that's that. Like I am. She's not reading People magazine. Right. I am not the historian. I am not the initial first person researcher. I am reading those people's books and those people's summary we always list our sources at the end of the episodes and we have a full entire list on patreon if you want to go there it's not like a paid thing anyone can download our source list that's just where it's stored but the main type of source that i'm using is a published historical biography from a person who is at the JFK library going through every single one of Joe Sr.'s letters and Jack's letters and Lem's letters and compiling it and organizing it over years and years. Some of them are like um, Kennedy and Bouvier experts or just Kennedy experts or just JFK experts or just presidential biographers. And they've done they've studied like three or four American presidents. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that I am gaining my information from and I'm kind of just trusting them um, because I feel like that is the extent of my capacity. That is to as fact, far as check. Yeah, like I don't have the capacity to just go do it myself. No. Or we and also have that a would be so boring. I have read some of those letters and have also listened to a lot of the um like radio talks that JFK has done mm-hmm. and, and even Joe Senior. The way that they talk. <laughs> takes a minute to digest and understand what the crud are you saying <gasps> okay because of the like older english it's well, not even old english but it's like a little bit of the older english also a lot of their like telegraphs and crap are like shorthand and you're like yeah. what the crud you're like skipping every fourth word uh-huh and also a, a lot, lot of, of what them- they talk about is like way over my head like with uh well, policy yeah. and crap so well, i'm like well, trying to digest that well, that and then like we don't freaking know what was going on in the world back then right and they're assuming that you're they're sending they're t- it to their freaking dad or they're sending it to they know their they best know friend. what's going on yes. and we don't freaking know they have what the context country we don't have the freaking context was doing what also also next episode we will be talking about how joe senior and jack were not great orators and not great with words <laughs> right so anyway, it's not my life purpose to study JFK, so I'm not going to go do that. 
but I'm trying to get the purest sources that I'm that I have capacity for. I, I can read a book. And so that's what I'm doing. And that's what most of us are not going to do. We're not going to sit here and read. Yeah, exactly. 10 biographies over JFK from 1920 to 1960. So <laughs> we want you to digest all of Actually, that. Actually, 1917 to 1963, but that's okay. So as Cassie and I are recording this, we are watching the episode five home video that I created for Patreon. This is the first time Cassie's watched it. And most of the time she's seen it like before we're recording, but she was out of town. Anyways. And we're looking at all of the footage from World War One, and then the, the lead, lead up, up to World War II yeah. with all of the propaganda and all of the Nazi craziness. Yeah. The height of the Nazi craze. I don't think that we get it. We have a good grasp on, especially as Americans in like a very individualistic, very free society. Yeah. We don't understand like being brainwashed to this extent like we think that american policy and like american um propaganda is like oh so crazy and we're all so blah 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 like we think but we talk about it openly so often we're like that's stupid or we're we feel the freedom to be unhappy with our leadership we have absolutely to say that out loud no idea what it is like to be born and raised in an area where like your duty your service your honor is all for your country and for your leader. And like people are, they will do anything that their leader says. And it's like such a core belief for them. So watching these videos of these German soldiers and these Nazis, like, I don't think we have any grasp. Like I, I, there's nothing to even say here. It's just, it's like we have awe for how awful and strong that force was awe in a in a bad way it's not an awe of something so cool and amazing no it's like bone chilling but but it's watching the video yeah and like you don't even have words to to process it yes and even like trying to sit here and force myself to process it and understand and try to feel like what it must have been like you just know you don't know i have absolutely no idea Mm mm-hmm absolutely no idea what it would have been like to be a German, what it would have been like to be a Jew, what it would have been like to be an American during this time, like when this is happening, I have no idea. And I think that also helps with putting it into context. Like we always talk about, there's, there are a lot of missing pieces. And what I, what I was kind of saying with the letters to each other, Joe senior, Joe junior, Jack, like just their thoughts being written down in journals and in letters. It always feels like there's like missing pieces to me of like, okay, well, I didn't clearly didn't get that whole conversation or I'm not understanding something. And I think a lot of it has to do with like the time that they were living in. They were speaking a lot on pop culture and like uh, current events. And yeah, that that was actually Jack's favorite subject to talk about in general he was always listening to the radio always listening to Winston Churchill and he was always asking questions about the world at large and what was going on on a global scale um even when he was president he was a very world-minded leader but it was also a a time of such uh not unrest but like of change and so many things were shifting between World War One and World War Two. the stock market crashing, the Great Depression, the Roaring Twenties, like all of this crap all happened within like a freaking 50 year 
time period. So can you imagine the amount of shift and change and perspective and knowledge and power that people were just absolutely like coming to in a manner of what probably felt like minutes and and even like on which we talked about in our Halloween special as well. The Fox sisters, the reason I think that they got away with their prank and and the way that it became such a I mean, it became a whole religion is because the things that people were discovering were so um, paradigm shifting and so worldview shifting that it was it was like they went from like believing nothing was possible to believing, well, frick, everything's possible. Like there's nothing we can't do as humans. Mm -hmm. And I guess I don't know if this is what I was trying to say, but I will add this on to what I was saying. So Cassie talks about in episode five, uh, Jack and Lem's experience studying abroad, being in Germany. And this is all obviously before World War II. But the way that they were talking about Hitler and about the Nazis and about the Germans and about the people that they were meeting, like just the everyday citizens that they were talking to, hearing from, then also the the leaders and like the important, quote unquote, important people that they were speaking with. It's like these were all playing out real time, obviously. So when they are talking about the Germans and when they are talking about Hitler, it's like just this leader in this one country that's foreign. We are yeah. 18, 19 years old. We have not spent a ton of time in a if you fascist don't know country. that Germany's gonna go attack the freaking world, then who is Germany? They were extremely ignorant about what was going on and extremely young, naive, had not traveled a ton, were not these wise they, old they had traveled but not to where they're like actually understanding the political like they're just now starting to do that. Well yeah, because they're like barely adults. Yeah. And, but, but like and Jack even, had been, but not a ton. Okay, true. Like full. It all. It all like starts Great now. Britain, sure. Yeah, but that's like they were. They stayed pretty much in the Western world, and they had You're not right. done a lot of. Um, I don't they think had that gone he had on like vacation. Yes, they had not studied though, right. and like actually tried to get in with the culture and with the political leaders uh, right. prior to this. Mm-hmm. So this is like their first experience. Speaking of the age that they were and the fact that you said they're just now starting to travel. We had discussed that they didn't even think that a a world war was going to happen. They definitely didn't see a war, a war between Germany and France because they thought that France was like way well prepared for Germany. And it was just a a a more localized, like uh, view of things. yeah, Yeah. There's like some conflict, but like, that's nothing like, and, but then as their trips progress, and we didn't we didn't get all into all of this in the episode because I'm not going to sit here. I, I said in the episode, I I'm not. Into I'm all bored, this and I literally don't freaking care. Yeah, as I'm like, sure most people do not. Yeah, and I'm over here telling Cassie she needs to do all these freaking disclaimers and add all these things. And no, like, but it's just I don't like, care. Let's get into the freaking actual juicy story. Yeah, like I'm fine with disclaimers. Like, as why well. are we actually here? And that's the exactly. bottom line. Why are we actually here? We are here to learn from their family dynamic and their personal perspectives, not the global scale of things. This is not a. This is a sibling podcast, not a politics and history podcast. Right. Um, it's history for the context of. Let's look at sibling relationships, not history for the sake of history. There are people who can do that way more qualified extensively than I can. But 
I do want to say there are letters where you can kind of see Jack and Lem. Bethany pointed this out to me. You can kind of see Jack and Lem as they travel around Europe and as they talk to more and more people. They're talking to political leaders. They're also talking to just like the dude in the bar and the dude walking down the street and the people that they literally don't speak the language but are trying to like communicate with and hang out with. Yeah. And so as they're doing this more and more and more, they're starting to to be like, Oh, gosh. What is going on? <laughs> well, a lot of these Germans seem to be very convinced of something. And, and Hitler's p- propaganda is actually pretty freaking good, and he knows what he's doing, and that's a little concerning, but also interesting that so many people in my American white boy perspective can be like this convinced by, like yeah. these grown adults. This bought in. And so so they didn't know there was going to be a world war, but they they started to realize a little bit more of the seriousness and the severity of what was going on. Yeah. What was brewing when they first went into it. It was very lighthearted. They were making fun of Hitler. They were high at Hitler. Yeah. They're like, Oh, these people are just arrogant. And then they were starting to be like, Oh, these people are dangerous. Yeah. Like something's going on here. And I know that I don't know the full extent of it, but something's happening and it feels weird. Yes. But I don't exactly know what's going on. And also they were only there for like three months. So it was just, it was more nuanced and more like you have to talk to a lot of people to realize there's like this tone. And also they were talking to people who were very anti-Hitler and anti-Nazi regime. And the fact that some people were so radically against it, talking to them kind of opened up their eyes as well. Like, oh, there's something You're, there's yeah. something to hate here. Yeah. When we were coming into it thinking like, oh, we're just in another country. These people are different. The society, culture, po- political atmosphere is different. And then it w- turned into mm, something shady might be going on. But we're also we have no idea. Yeah. First of all, they have no idea. And second, they're just like trying to learn. They're not trying to come in and, and change things. They're not actually there to like work and mm, that's be a, a politician yeah they're that trying is a to good observe point. yes jfk is not going here as jfk the freaking president of he the doesn't united need states to solve anything he's just 17 yeah he's just a kid literally to, just graduated high school yes with his best friend hanging out they're having fun they're using their dad's money to study abroad quote, uh-huh. study abroad study like, for 10 percent of the time yeah jack took his car and they were like driving around crashing the car then get, meeting local dudes to like help fix the car that they couldn't even speak like, then hunting down a dog to. that they could buy that they could take back yes, to america like, a lot of it was chaotic <laughs> and like fun so they like Cassie said, I hadn't even thought of that either. Like, what were they going here for the purpose of what? For the purpose of having fun. <laughs> for the purpose of having fun. Semicolon. And also because my dad says I need to go open my eyes. Yeah, to the world at large. Yeah. They were not going there. Like they're not said, trying to solve, to solve a problem. They were not trying to freaking find world peace. <laughs> yeah. Where did it go? Also, which I've had this epiphany before, but did you realize that Eddie Moore? Do you know what freaking Teddy's name is? Eddie Moore. Oh, <gasps> What? Eddie, it's Edward Edward Moore Kennedy. Kennedy. And Eddie Moore is the godfather. And dude, everyone is named after somebody. Every single one. They really loved their people. Also, I cannot wait to get into Kick because she was way more famous. Like, she was the most famous Kennedy kid. And she wasn't just a famous Kennedy kid, she was like, a celebrity like a social like basically an heiress <laughs> yeah like and and there's a lot with her like she even was um 
she inherited like a family estate from English royalty. It, like there's there's some weird stuff with Kick and I haven't even fully dove into it. No, because it's going like, to be a lot. integrated into English aristocrat royal bloodline and families. It was, I don't know. It's, it's bizarre. Yes. In episode five, the audio episode, we don't get into Kick a lot. Cassie mentions her like a little bit of what she's doing at this time. Mm-hmm. But if you are a top tier patron and you watched the home video... You saw newspaper clippings that foreshadow what's going to happen in the future with Kathleen, which is Kick, which apparently we haven't got into this yet, but apparently she was like the most famous Kennedy kid. Not even just for a Kennedy, like Kick was a, a socialite and a name in and of herself. There were some articles that the headline was like Kathleen Kennedy interested in blah, 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 blah. And like talking about her dating life. And then a side, like a footnote was, oh, also her dad is the ambassador uh, and they just, the whole family just moved here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like there was a lot of coverage on Kathleen. And I wonder if that's why she, because I was weirded out that like Kathleen went with the younger siblings. It was like Rose and then Kathleen and then the youngest's Pat. That Jane went where? And Bobby that moved first. Oh. But then it's like, why did Rosemary and Eunice went later and Jack and Joe went later? Well, that makes sense. But like, why? I don't know. I was just like, what went in the credit? I was doing? just thinking, well, yeah, because she dropped out of school to go. Yes. So I'm like, so she wasn't just like free. No. And now, to ensure that you stay well fed, here is your conspiracy of the week. Kick. This is my conspiracy. We haven't like researched a ton into it yet, but. Kick just like wanted to be famous and was eating it up like crazy and was, I think, probably besides Pat, like maybe the most freaking vain Kennedy. Oh, for sure. Come on. Just very surface level. Like she was going to school for um, interior design or something like that, which no offense. (laughs) (laughs) I went to fashion school for a a year, so so it's No, it's just that. Just for a Kennedy, it was like all these people were doing you, s- such important things. And yeah. She's like an interior designer in New York. Okay. She's like Lee. She's yeah, really here she's for a good time. It. Yeah, just into it. Stay tuned for that because that is going to be a whole other can-, can of worms. Yes. And we're like just getting into the Kennedy curse. So she's a, a fairly big part of that. Mm-hmm. And just bizarre, bizarre things happen within their family that to me require a paradigm shift within who I think the Kennedy family is like who individually they are, but also who they are as a family and what matters to them because some events are going to go down that do not make sense to me. Like how that could, how you could do that to a family member. Yep. And we've been taking things as they come. So our, our perspective on who the Kennedys were may change as these new events kind of take place in our story because we haven't gone super far ahead and then like made our decisions like I haven't I haven't dug into kick I know the surface level of what happened but I haven't done my deep dive and thought about all the perspectives and you know what I mean yeah like we have with Rosemary's story yeah we haven't spent months just doing over her personal story but it is a juicy one we know enough and to know that yes we know enough to do that know that 
So we are actually going to have like a dedicated sister episode because as much as there is with JFK, like we could just literally go on and on and on. So he's going to have a lot of episodes, but there's also a lot of interesting things that happen in the sisters stories and their lives. So we are going to do a deep dive into kick as well. And if you like the monarchy, if you like watching the crown, stuff like that, you're interested. This has a lot of over overlap with that. She is very much in English aristocracy and the like royal culture yes that, that americans don't have <laughs> oh not at all just uh, a reverence that is just not american no that goes against <laughs> everything our life blood. so yes you will get a taste of that and then eventually i've had way too many people ask us to do princess margaret and elizabeth the queen elizabeth uh story so yeah while i was talking to dad today i mentioned that because i was naming off some of the siblings that we want to do we want to do well, the protein shake I <laughs> I drank this well, morning, how it started, screaming it the back of the bottle, and it started by three brothers. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. It started in their little brother's college dorm, which I just love. Anyway, so I read that, and then I was, like, telling my dad about it and then talking about how Jane Fonda, like, their, the overlap with that, with how her mom died in the same... <gasps> I forgot. Uh, Craig House I that forgot. Rosemary lived in, and her and her brother, and apparently there's like to... a huge story with her dad. Like they reconciled over after like decades of like being on polar opposite sides of everything. And we have to write her down for a minisode. Yeah. So, anyways, there's that overlap. I'm gonna forget again, and that sounds crazy. Crazy. I told him about another. Oh, how an episode. I was doing the episode five home video for Patreon and I had to look up Judy Garland because he actually mentioned her. Oh, so yeah. I was like grabbing a photo of her and then I get in this deep dive freaking <laughs> researching Judy Garland and how she started <gasps> her career started right. when she was a toddler and she started out as the gum sisters. And I just think that that's crazy. Literally her, she was the youngest of three girls and they had all like a whole career that it turned into the Garland sisters and then it turned into just Judy Garland. But we have to do them as well. Uh, that's absolutely. a fascinating, and heartbreaking, I know. terrifying oh, yes, story. Her life is so heartbreaking. But also a beautiful story. So anyways, there's just all these different um, sibling sets that we need to do. So I was telling my dad about the ones we want to do in the future and then talking about... Um, the, the monarchy queen, yeah the queen and her sister and my mom is very into that as well she loves british tv oh my gosh yeah i'm literally the outlier in our family everybody loves a british television show oh. anyway i am repulsed and like i cassie yeah does not want to freaking do it <laughs> anyway so i tell dad I have we have to do that in the future because everyone's asking and my dad was like you literally can't it's impossible <laughs> I'm literally going to be like, like, so this freaking chick anyway. So anyway. So. No, but then he was like, that's when the whole spiel on like, you need to get an editor ASAP started yeah. because dad was like, this is not sustainable. You can't do the freaking queen. And what are you crazy? Oh, he's just saying how like a massive, massive. undertaking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's massive. You're right. I thought he was saying, I know Cassie. She doesn't freaking no. want to tell that story. She's going to do a terrible no. job. <laughs> no, he was just like, that's impossible. Yeah, like oh. that will take a lifetime. Dude, I feel like the so Kennedys he's like, maybe, is worse. Maybe one season you can do her life in these years. And then the next season will be her life during oh, these years. Oh my gosh. I'm never going to do that. I don't want to. <laughs> no. I, that, I, that just sounds way too much like a history podcast. I'm like, okay, I'm getting uncomfortable here. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, we didn't think the Kennedys were going to be this crazy. No, we didn't. And with the Queen, I'm sure there, there's so many podcasts that hopefully we can just zoom in on that sister dynamic and just give 
as much context as is needed. I bet and you there's no a, more. I bet you there's a bunch of people who are like screaming in their cars right now, like, no, tell the whole freaking story because yeah. everybody's obsessed. So everyone's obsessed. But I do want to just absolutely zoom in on that relationship. <gasps> that relationship actually reminds me of what? What? Were you, who are you gonna say? Jackie and Lee. Just as sisters are fascinating, a fascinating breed. And Cassie's half asleep talking to me. <gasps> <laughs> I just, we like, just hope that we can relax the- so much in the KFMs because Bethany just is like, <laughs> yeah, I drink extra coffee and Cassie just doesn't drink coffee apparently on these days. Going back to episode three and four and Rosemary's episodes where we talk about and basically in the KFMs, we talk about how insane it is that and like shocking for the time period and for like what was happening socially and just people's views on the disability community, how crazy it is that they took Rosemary to see the queen. Now I'm thinking this is just like one event. Who even cares about the Kennedys? It's all about the queen. Like it's not even that big of a deal. Like no one's going to notice. Well, no, 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 no. No. If you look at the, um, if you, if you read the journal entries from Rose and Joe and you look at the newspaper and like all of the media at the time, these newspaper articles were highlighting for weeks that Kathleen, specifically Kathleen Kennedy and Rosemary Kennedy were going to be presented to the queen. So they're like digging into these people putting their faces all over the newspapers. Like Rosemary was highlighted to an extent that none of the other Kennedys were besides Kick. So anyways, it's just like a way bigger of a deal than I was even thinking after having have sat there and like really tried to think about how crazy it was for the time period. Because we were just was, thinking like, oh, Joe Kennedy's daughter, da da da, right. that's exposing. Like if anyone found that out, they would expose it. No, they already would have known Rosemary's name. They would have already known Rosemary has a condition. Yeah, like she was getting more publicity than than Jack was, than Joe was. Like they were getting some decent like family exposure and like they were following them on family vacations and trips. And uh, Jack did get like several obviously newspaper articles about him and his dad going back home to from the Great English Britain to visit them. Love a girl in a dress. Yes, but they, it was all about like there were 10 times the amount of articles that I found um about rosemary and kick than there were about the boys or about the younger kids at all then he said it's kind of like um the american debutante scene we we're trying to give we're trying to grasp gravity that is deserved to each situation and we don't even freaking know the gravity oh my (laughs) we have to just stay silent oh my gosh it's the freaking kids but they know that we're here like they see my car well i'll just go tell them we can't we can't. We're in the middle of an episode. Yeah, I guess so. Love y'all. Merry Christmas. So anyways, learning that about Rosemary and like basically how much publicity that got and thinking about it in the context that we were talking about all throughout KFM 3 part 1, 2 and KFM 4 part 1 and 2. It's and just the extent even more of it, so. It just e- adds to me to the impressiveness and it paints a better picture of the character of the Kennedy family and because how they... it adds to the effort that it took to keep Rosemary with the family. Yeah. It's just, like you said, it's just even more impressive. Oh, shoot. No, what did he say? Forgot I have freaking therapy at five. Okay, okay, yeah, we can... 
Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. We're still we're still recording. Okay, bye. So something to just kind of keep in your back pocket and take with you for for future events in the Kennedy story is just notice the difference. They were both situations are privilege, but the difference between JFK and Joe Jr. and Eunice and Rosemary and Kick growing up versus the experience, environment and reality that Bobby, Jean and Teddy, the youngest Kennedy siblings were growing up in because so very much changes just in the timeline of those nine kids. And so when JFK, I said that he started to realize when he was growing up about in high school what it meant to be a Kennedy and not just one of the most prominent families in America, but that they were like the hope of the next generation and they weren't just rich kids. They were symbols for a lot of people in their country. Well, that kind of prominence was just a freaking absolute given once Teddy was literally an infant. Yeah. So he grew up in his very formative years from birth till five years old. I think it's in episode five that he, um, the Pope. Yeah, gives him his first communion. Yes, I think. (laughs) We're not Catholic. (laughs) But I think it's that. But it was the first time a Pope has done that in like over 100 years or something like that. And Jack got that from like a local priest in Boston. And Teddy got that from From the Pope. the The Pope. Like they were it's at, just, and Teddy's like what four or five? There's privilege, but there's we are the most important people in the entire world. Yes, there is a difference. There is a, there's a difference between being rich and being powerful because of your money, you can buy things versus having that type of influence yeah. over the general public. Like uh-huh. they, it's just different. And and it's stuff that's like you can't totally shield your child from that even if you try to be like oh no we're humble like right the kid, things that they were doing you, the, a kid is just gonna be like dude we are the best thing since sliced bread i also think in future episodes to keep that in mind for bobby as well because it to me makes him seem more impressive yeah because he grows up to do so much and you use it and and teddy does as well they both Teddy figures it out eventually. <laughs> Bobby just but didn't we'll have to take a roundabout yeah. uh, route to get there. It was a more direct path. And I also, I'm so excited for Bobby and Jack's brother relationship yeah. because I... And that's coming up real soon. It is so, it's almost like a Walt Disney, Walt and Roy Disney yeah, type of relationship really of like just absolute... Um, dedication, dedication, self-sacrifice. Loyalty, yes. reliance on each other and just enjoyment of each other as well and unabashed unashamed just like soul out yeah Yeah. anyways excited for that so yeah just there's a lot to stay tuned for there's a lot to be looking forward to our airways went off as they were walking to parliament but they had already heard the speech an air raid siren siren went off at the end of the speech see it's like Okay, that right there is my frustration. It's like I can't freaking get perfect information because very reputable sources say different things about. But I think that that's fine, and I think that that is yeah. the cost of it being history. And right, that it's just like in a an air raid investigation siren went you, off either before the speech or after the speech. And does that actually matter? <laughs> right, an it's air not raid a crime scene went off and, investigation, but it still bothers me. But I mean, even in crime scene investigations, freaking people five minutes ago it happened, yeah. and witnesses you're gonna say are like saying was, the wrong color T-shirt. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. It, that is just how humans freaking work. That's how history works. It's never going to be perfect. Even in our real lives, things are skewed the way we think about things. Cassie, chill out. Well, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you for your grace. Okay. And it was the perfect time to learn this, to realize that he could be whoever he wanted to be. I do like this ending. Nothing in this world is for certain because for Jack, everything he's ever known is about to be ripped from his hands and destroyed forever. The freaking juiciest ending. <sighs> that I thought was going to be the boringest, like, what a joke ending. Like, that's it's all just I got. such a pivotal point it for is. the Kennedys. It's just, it's like a ramp up. Instead of like an ending, it's like, oh, frick, hold on to your freaking seatbelts. Yeah, because it's about to go down. Join us here next week to hear about Jack's Nazi girlfriend, his war heroism, and why the FBI was keeping files on him before he ever became a politician. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please give us a review on Apple, rate us on Spotify, and share Blood and Business with a friend or a sibling. If you'd like to support the show, the best way is to become a patron of Blood and Business. You will get bonus content every month, including a monthly bonus episode, interactive main episodes, and behind-the-scenes footage. To keep up with us day to day, you can follow us at Blood and Business on Instagram and TikTok. You can find the link for Instagram, TikTok, and Patreon in the show notes below. Thank you so much for the support, and we will see you back here next week for your regularly scheduled programming on Blood and Business. I have like actual like anxiety right now. We're about to start losing siblings. We're about to start. Um, oh my gosh. Everyone's dispersing. The rosemary thing is about to happen. We even say in it that, okay, can my family just leave me the frick alone <laughs> for five minutes? Everyone knows I'm recording and they don't want to give a Okay, now we can mute this. I took a shower today and then put on the same clothes I've worn five days in a row. I mean, that's the vibe. Today's the last day I told myself that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no it's more. to that level. Okay, I'm cutting myself off. <laughs> yeah.